Is your partner emotionally handicapped? They have no feelings, no emotional intelligence. They don't say anything. And you're just dying for more intimacy and communication. Or do you feel like your partners, whatever you give them is never enough and they want more. And, and there's this dance of you don't have feelings. You're not emotional at all. And I am so dying for more intimacy. If, if you are, then you're in this beautiful dance, which I call the intimacy queen or king and the emotionally handicapped partner. And today I will tell you how does that look and how to change that. You are listening to the Potential State Podcast with your host, Dr. Asael Romanelli. Hi, my name is Dr. Asael Romanelli and this is the Potential State. And today we're in on your shit 43, the intimacy king or queen and the emotionally handicapped. I see this all the time in the clinic. Couples come in with one partner, it's usually the female partner in a heterosexual couple, that's just dying for more intimacy, but for years have not, has not been receiving it. And, and she comes in with this dance, and next to her there's always a partner that's like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm saying my feelings, but that's not enough for her. And they're in this dance for decades, for decades. And what happens over time is that the, the intimacy king or queen is essentially a victim and she becomes a victim or a martyr, always like this, and the eyebrows go up as well. And it's even more extreme with that partner, if the intimacy king or queen is a therapist or a helping professional, because then she has all the language. And then what happens is it creates this pursuer distance where she just wants to talk more and more and more. And he's like, oh. And what happens is very, very evident is that this is a result of psychological patriarchy that Terry Real talks about, where we take the, the men lose their relational, lose the connection and their emotional intelligence because they are educated to be more tough and strong. And women have to give up their assertiveness and their aggression, right? But that's a different talk. But the idea is that at the end of the day, because of the psychological patriarchy, these roles get really, really extreme in the relationship. And then what happens is, what happens is the, the, both people are suffering. Now, I want to separate between the mouth and the feet because the first thing I do with these couples is I have both of them show. I show both of them that they're both at the same level of differentiation. They're both at the same ability to be intimate and to be close. And how do I know? I look at, the, I look at their feet in their feet for over a decade or for however many years. They have no intimacy, no sex, no communication. And then a lot of times what needs to happen is I talk actually to the emotional, the intimacy king or queen, and I tell him or her, let's look at what are you gaining? Because why? Because this dance leads to a hostile symbiotic dance where the more she wants, the more he pushes away, and then she slowly becomes bitter. But then she always tells all her partners and all her friends, how oh, she's just dying for more intimacy and if he would just open up. And then he needs to dumb himself down and blind himself to not see his wife's nagging or her pain actually. And then what he has to do, he, and that leads to boredom, and slowly what was gonna happen is one of the two is gonna look outward for an affair. And that creates a very, either a hostile energy or a very numb kind of parallel lives with no libido and no energy. I wanna give you a quick example. I see this all the time. She's a couple I worked with a while back. She was an executive and he was working in construction. and. She, we called, we called him the beauty and the beast. And she, for years, always wanted more and he didn't understand. But it was really clear that what we started to do is to confront each other on their secondary gains. 
And we realized the role of being the intimacy queen slash martyr enabled her to feel good about herself, enabled her to feel like, like she's better than him, even though at the, practically she, she had no intimacy for years. And for him, what was interesting, he didn't really own his secondary losses. So being emotionally handicapped, you have tons of gains, right? You have, you don't have to be part, you don't have to be emotionally present. You can always run outward. There's less and less expectations of you. But the secondary cost you pay, the price you pay is that you're not, you're not respected. You're not seen. You're not heard. That's not, your partner doesn't see you as manly, as, as desirable. And basically, so you can see they both have secondary gains and losses. And what this specific couple did, they started confronting themselves and actually looking is what do we want to do? Do we want to actually change this? Because what was very evident is that she wasn't willing to give up the one up she had on him, being more intelligent, more emotional, more able to be in intimacy than he was. And he wasn't really, he wasn't really willing to reclaim that, to challenge her on that because he did have feelings and he was hurt. Just he learned through the years that he's not going to share because there's no point in sharing it. Because whatever he says, well, he's emotionally handicapped. He doesn't know. So how do you change that dance? First of all, you share this episode with your partner and see if this feels like your dance. And if it is, own your shit. And own your shit that both of you have been avoiding intimacy for years. Yes, also the intimacy queen has been avoiding it for years. How do I know? Because you've been living without intimacy for years. Which obviously means that you can live without intimacy. So you're declaring to yourself and to the world and to your partner that you want more intimacy. But something about in your feet was not changing a second order change in that dance. You can go to back to systematic change episode. And then check with yourselves, each one, hopefully do with each other. What are you gaining? What are you losing from this dance? And do you have more gains and losses? If you have more gains and losses like this couple had, then that's great. Then stop blaming your partner. Then saying, I am emotionally handicapped. That is my choice. I see that it's driving you crazy. But right now, I don't have the libido or the energy. or It's not a priority for me right now to change that dance. Or if you're the intimacy queen, realize that, okay, I realize this is right now the dance. I'm not willing to change that. I'm not willing to own my shit and to see where I'm avoiding intimacy. And we're going to keep it like that. But at least stop blaming your partner. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to be married more than once. The question is, are you ready for your next marriage? Because with this dance, you will not have a lot of intimacy and sex and partnership and play and fun. So you have three choices. One choice, you can stay in this dance and you can complain that you're alone in your intimacy and you can say that your partner just keeps nagging you and they're never satisfied with whatever you give them, which is your reality right now. The other choice is you can divorce. And then if you don't do the work, you'll recreate this dance in your next partnership. The third option, which I'm encouraging you to do, is step into the crucible. Decide for a second to suspend those roles and step in. Look at yourself. Confront yourself. See what you're gaining from this dance. Are you willing to step out of the emotional handicap and take a chance and voice your pain? And I'm reminding you, when you do do a second order change, your partner will not give you applause. They'll push back unconsciously, semi-consciously. They're going to push you back to the role you were in historically. So if the emotional handicap starts opening up, the intimacy queen is going to belittle that or the king is going to belittle that or challenge that or say that's not what you're feeling. So you're going to have to stand on your own two feet and really be there. And for the intimacy king or queen, is, to, is actually it's paradoxical. You have to stop saying that you're so much more emotional, so much more intimate. You're going to say, okay, wow, I've been pushing you away in these ways. I want to reflect on that. How did that serve me? I've been blaming you for years that because of you, we had no intimacy. But actually, I had a part in all of this. And once you do that, what you're going to do, you're going to see slowly a shift. There's going to be more ruptures because you're not going to know how this new dynamic is going to flesh out. 
But the direction is always going to be less words, more feet. Complain less, nag less, do more in your behavior. And for the emotionally handicapped, step up, voice up, hold on to yourself when your partner doesn't believe you or says you're just saying it. And dare to get out of that dance because at the end of the day, that dance is killing your intimacy and it's really, really stagnating your relationship. So, my name is Dr. Asel Romanelli and this was The Potential State. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Potential State Podcast. For more information, visit us at potentialstate.com. And thank you for listening. 